Hi, I'm Howard Tierski. Welcome to the Winning Digital Customers Podcast, where we focus on the stories of large-scale digital transformations told by the people who lead them. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Winning Digital Customers Podcast. Today, I'm going to be sharing my own thoughts with you about a topic that I get asked all the time, which is how to speed up digital transformation. As you probably know, I've worked with dozens and dozens of, I don't even know how many companies, large companies on digital transformations really over the last more than 20 years. And I don't think I've ever been on one where there wasn't somebody saying, we need to move fast. You know, We need to move rapidly. We need to transform as fast as possible. And I don't think I've ever been on one where there wasn't frustration associated with the fact that the organization wasn't moving as fast as at least some people wanted them to. Today, I'm going to share with you the one main reason that companies do not move faster and some tips on how to overcome it. What is the one main reason that companies don't move through digital transformation at the speed that they might otherwise move? Because as we know, the world is changing rapidly. I often say my definition of digital transformation is there's a digital transformation happening in the world. Your customers are becoming more and more digitally centric every day. And your company's digital transformation is really playing catch up for most companies to the pace of change in the world, making sure that you can stay relevant to your customers by embracing digital at least as fast as they are. And they are in a race running quite possibly ahead of you, unless you're one of those digital leaders, because their expectations and often their behavior are set by the Amazons and the Ubers and the Netflix and the Facebooks and the Googles. So if you're behind them, which let's be honest, most companies are, then you're in a race trying to catch up to your customer. And the risk that you face if you don't move rapidly is not only are you behind, but your customer is moving faster than ever. And if you can't speed up, you not only run the risk of not catching up, but of getting further and further and further behind. And as we've seen, those companies that fall too far behind, they wind up irrelevant. This is why my book is called Winning Digital Customers, The Antidote to Irrelevance. I consider today's customers digital customers, meaning they're living a lifestyle with digital at the center. And you need to be operating at the pace of change they are, or you risk winding up behind, and frankly, you risk irrelevance. I said I promised you to tell you the one main reason companies don't move at the speed they might otherwise move. And that one reason is lack of alignment. I don't know too many organizations that aren't putting any effort into digital, that aren't putting any effort into digital transformation. I think it was KPMG or maybe Deloitte that came out with a study that showed that over 90% of companies, when surveyed, indicate that they are engaged in some type of digital transformation. But yet many aren't moving at the speed that they probably should. And they're not moving, as I, as I mentioned earlier, at the speed of change in the world. But think of a tug of war. You can have two teams exerting a tremendous amount of effort, burning a huge number of calories, wearing themselves out. If they're pulling in opposite directions, they're not going very far. And even if they start to move in one direction a little bit, the amount of energy that it takes to move in that one direction while they're being pulled in the other direction is enormous. So that's what lack of alignment does to an organization. But let's drill in on this a little bit more. What do I mean by lack of alignment? I think there's really four main types of alignment you need to get. And if you don't have these types of alignments, it's going to be difficult to move rapidly. But here's the good news. When you get alignment around these four areas, 
you can move at lightning speed. It makes all the difference in the world how quickly you can move if you can get aligned in these four ways. Let's break it down. What are the four types of alignment you really need to get? The first is alignment around urgency. Now, change can be very painful. Change is costly. Change is often disruptive. So most organizations, when they embark upon transformation, and transformation is really nothing more than large-scale change, there's usually some people who are thinking to themselves and maybe saying, do we really need this? Do we really need to change? Do we need, really need to change so much? Do we really need to change so rapidly? And that is not a dumb question. It's a perfectly reasonable question to consider what is the pace of change and the scale of change that we need. Because the, the, the idea of embarking upon a massive but unneeded transformation would be very foolish and wasteful. If you can continue to run a wildly successful business without changing anything, then I strongly suggest you do that. Change has all kinds of risks and effort and pain and all kinds of challenging issues associated with it. But the reality is, when you're living through a time like we are, where the world is changing so rapidly, rarely do you have the opportunity to avoid the cost, risks, effort, and pain associated with change, because the cost of not changing is greater than the cost of changing, typically. But nevertheless, within your organization, you may have different people with different points of view around what the pace of change should be and what the scale of change should be. And when that happens, what occurs is that there are some people pushing to move at a certain speed and there are other people trying to slow you down. And well, that's the tug of war. So the first thing you need to get clear on is what is the pace of change? Frankly, you're better off agreeing on a pace of change and getting alignment, even if it's a compromise, and moving at that pace than having one group constantly trying to pull forward faster and another group trying to slow you down. You can avoid the effort it takes to slow things down by making sure you have alignment around the urgency and pace of change. The process of getting people aligned around urgency can include things like bringing in data. How fast are our competitors moving? What are our customers' current expectations? What is our current level of customer satisfaction? Is it going up or is it going down? If your revenue is declining, for example, what will happen if it continues at that pace? What will happen if your customer satisfaction continues to move in the direction that it's moving? Of course, I don't know the situation at your company, but these are some of the types of things you want to bring to the table and have a respectful conversation about what the right pace of change is and come to alignment. It doesn't have to be the fastest pace, but come to alignment around what that pace of change is. That's the first type of alignment, the alignment around urgency. The second type of alignment is the alignment around vision. So it's one thing to agree we must change. It's another thing to agree on what is the change? What is the future vision that you're moving towards? For example, what should your future state customer experience be? Are you getting rid of call centers and driving everything to the, to the app? Or are you keeping your call centers and moving to a human and AI combined chat kind of capability? Or are you actually going to drive more people to the call centers because you're going to use video in the call centers to have a richer customer interaction using video teleconferencing technology that's going to massively increase your conversion? There are all kinds of different directions you can go and still be changing. And if the organization, even if it has alignment on the need and urgency and scale of change, if there's different visions about what that change should be, you're back to the tug of war again. If I am in Chicago and you and I absolutely and violently agree that we must leave Chicago and we must leave right now as quickly as possible 
and you believe fervently that we should go to Los Angeles, and I believe fervently that we should go to New York, and we both start trying to pull in that direction, well, you know what's going to happen, right? We're probably not going to get very far. So that's the second type of alignment that you must get. Alignment around vision. Where is it that you're trying to go? Winning digital customers, the antidote to irrelevance has been called the must-have guide to saving your company and is available now for Kindle, Nook, and Apple Books, or in hardcover. Visit wdc.ht order to get your copy today. The third type of alignment is some level of alignment around the plan. Another word for plan would be strategy. So let's go back to my New York, Los Angeles example, right? If we both finally agree that it's urgent that we get to Los Angeles, but I think we should fly and you think we should drive or take the train or hitchhike or get there in some other way, obviously we're not going to be cooperating on executing the same plan. If I say, okay, you do this part of the plan and I do that part of the plan, but they're plans that are just totally disconnected from each other, well, then again, we're probably not going to get very far. So what does that look like in a digital transformation? Well, it could be that there's one team that's looking to outsource a whole bunch of capabilities and another team that's looking to insource them. And there's a vision of what that future state customer journey should be, but there's one team that wants to execute it on one technology and one team that wants to execute it on a different technology. So there's all kinds of different aspects of choices about how you get to the vision that you've agreed on. And if you don't have alignment around the plan, the method to get there, then you're likely working across purposes with the other people in your organization. And once again, tug of war, half the energy you're spending is to fight against somebody else who's trying to move you in a different direction. And so you can, I'm sure, easily see why if that's how you're spending your energy, you're not spending it moving yourself forward. It's like you're trying to row upstream against the current. Half your energy is spent just to try to keep yourself in one location. So that's the third type of alignment. Just a quick reminder, urgency being the first, vision being the second, plan being the third. And the fourth type of alignment you have to get is a willingness around taking risks. How risky are you willing to be? How much are you willing to invest? How far and fast are you willing to go? As I mentioned earlier, transformation, change, it is inherently risky. But of course, it can be more risky or less risky depending on how bold you're going to be. And often within organizations, there are some people who agree that we should change, but they want to take kind of smaller incremental steps and other people who want to shoot for the moon. And this is a fourth area where if you've got different people with different philosophies about risk, it's going to be very hard for them to feel like they're all rowing in the same direction. Very often, the right approach to risk is to take a portfolio approach and have some willingness to embrace failure. When you're trying to innovate, when you're trying to transform, it's extremely unlikely that you're going to get it perfect the first time. It's like trying to hit a hole in one. It can be done, but not in a predictable way, even for the very best golfers in the world who spent their entire career perfecting their swing. And so don't expect your organization is going to be able to hit a hole in one with your transformation. And if you've got people within your organization who are saying, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I agree on the urgency, I agree on the vision, I even agree on the plan, but I only want to proceed when you can show me that that plan is foolproof, that there's no legal risks, there's no technology risks, there's no risk that customers won't adopt it at the pace that we want, there's no risk that our partners or our vendors or our distributors or our retailers are going to be in any way flustered or annoyed by anything we should do. There's no risk there's any negative public relations component. There's no risk of any negative customer reaction. There's no risk of confusion, right? Well, my gosh, 
you're never going to proceed if you don't have some level of alignment on willingness to take risk and frankly, a willingness to take risk. It's very important to have a plan, but you have to be willing to have a mindset that that plan may not be perfect. And the confidence that as you execute that plan, you will adapt as needed based on what you learn. And another way of saying based on what you learn is as you fail, because Bill Gates famously said, success is a lousy teacher, right? If you have a vision and a plan and execute and everything goes perfectly, you probably won't learn anything. You might be wildly successful, so there's nothing horrible about that. But the reality is the most learning comes from things you try that don't work, and then you have to adapt and find another way. That is the story of every successful digital company on the planet. Nobody has the story of having a great idea, executing it hole in one, you know, and riding that wave all the way to success. You might think they do because you might hear the fairy tale version of their origin story. But it's, I assure you, having worked behind the scenes of an enormous number of different companies, that is not the real story. So know that that's how it is. And you need to get alignment around a real willingness to take risks and embrace failure, or else the fear of failure will keep you from executing the plan, even when you're aligned on it. So to summarize, the number one key is alignment. What do you need alignment on? Four key things. Urgency and the scale of transformation. The vision. You know, you can agree to transform, but where are you going? What does that future you're heading towards look like? What is the customer journey you're trying to deliver, et cetera? Number three, what is the plan? How are you going to get there from where you are to that vision? There are probably multiple ways of accomplishing it. You need alignment in how you're going to do it. And four, you need alignment on a willingness to take risks, because if you're not willing to take risks, you're never going to execute the plan, even if you agree conceptually on the plan. And one of the things we often do at my company is we'll hold workshops bringing together anywhere from 25 to 125 key business stakeholders, solution implementers, sometimes outside vendors, thought leaders. In a, we happen to have a workshop facility in Manhattan called the Innovation Loft. It's an amazing facility. It's a whole floor of a building filled with big curved moving whiteboards and toys and plants, a very inspiring environment. Uh, and if you're interested in that, by all means, uh, ping us, let us know. Happy to talk about that. But if you're not, wanting to do it in Midtown Manhattan, which happens to be where our facility is. There's ways of setting up creative, extremely well-facilitated sessions anywhere in the world. And by the way, we do that as well. So feel free to reach out if we can be of help to you in that or get it done another way. And in my book, by the way, I also provide a lot of suggestions and thoughts about how to run those types of workshops. I want to end with just one last thought about this. There's one more component to this issue of alignment. I think I've tried to make it sound like, you know, you're having people push and pull in different ways. You know, I've used my analogy of the tug of war. And I think that's a good analogy for an enormous amount of the lack of alignment that leads to digital transformations not moving as rapidly as they could. But, you know, I wouldn't be complete if I didn't mention the fact that sometimes it goes beyond just honestly pulling in different directions. Most of the transformations that I have been a part of or have seen or, or been on the inside of, there's been some degree of downright sabotage. There's somebody within the organization or a group of people or a political faction or whatever it may be that doesn't see this transformation as being good for them personally. You know, they may not be able to argue that its merits are not strong, but they just don't see it as being the right thing for their career. And so they're looking to sabotage that transformation. And it might be someone extremely senior who has a huge empire within the organization Maybe it's someone who runs a call center and they're afraid that if everything goes digital, they're going to have 
half as many or a quarter as many people working under them in the call center operation. And that doesn't sound good for their bonus and their career. And so they're against this thing and they're going to sabotage it because they may not have a good argument as to why we shouldn't do it, but they still don't want it. And so they're taking actions to try to sabotage it. Or it could be people down in the trenches. You know, sometimes there's a group of programmers, and I'm not trying to point fingers at anyone, by the way, I'm just giving you examples, uh, who run the mainframe, you know, and that mainframe might've been there for 30 years. And these people may know that they have never ending job security because they're the only ones who know how to program that ancient legacy technology. So they don't want this to happen because if you do a big digital transformation and possibly switch to more modern technology, where does that leave them? And their value to the organization goes away in a few years once you've made the transformation because their value comes from understanding a technology which you're now displacing. So expect in any transformation that there are people who are going to be your prospective saboteurs. I can't tell you specifically how to avoid it because it's going to depend on what they're doing, but forewarned is forearmed. In order to be able to move quickly, not only do you need everybody rowing in the same direction, but you need to make sure no one's drilling a hole in the bottom of the boat. And that might be happening to your transformation. Can't get enough of winning digital customers? You can find even more content and video versions of the podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Visit wdc.ht slash YouTube to subscribe. And one last thing. You might look at my list here and say, Howard, these are not the problems we have. Our problem is not alignment of urgency, vision, plan, and willingness to take risks. Our main problem isn't even sabotage. We have other problems. We have legacy technology. We have people with the wrong skills. We can't get the budget allocated. But I want to suggest to you that not to say that those aren't problems, but what's the root cause of those problems? Put it another way. If you're sitting there thinking you in your situation don't align with what I'm saying. In other words, you're saying, yeah, this is not my biggest problem. I have a different problem that's not one of these four types of alignment. Then I want to suggest to you, I want to ask you to think about what would happen to that problem if you did have alignment? In other words, let's say you believe your biggest problem is the technology you have is outdated. Imagine that everyone in the organization agreed on the urgency. This had to be fixed. Agreed on the vision. We know what the customer experience should be. Agreed on the plan. We know what technology we want to replace it with. We know how we're going to go about this. And everyone was willing to accept a certain reasonable level of risk in in moving forward executing that plan. Would you still have the technology problem? I mean, yes, for a time, right? Because you can't snap your fingers and replace a whole technology stack overnight. But would that problem get solved? If your problem was lack of budget, if your problem is lack of people with the right skills, If you had this type of alignment across the organization, I want to suggest to you that most likely that problem would not seem so significant. If you don't have enough budget, but if everyone agrees it's a priority, you're going to get the budget you need. So all of those problems that you're thinking about, they're real. I'm not trying to undermine them, but I want to suggest to you that they're all actually symptoms of an underlying problem of alignment. And by the way, if I'm wrong, if you think you have an example that doesn't conform to that theory, by all means. Post it in the comments. I'd love to see your thoughts and I'd be happy to get back to you. And who knows? Maybe you have an exception. That's possible. Even if my model only works 95% of the time, I still think it's quite valuable. So I would encourage you to think about your own transformation, even if you think it's going well, because it could always be going better. Ask yourself the question how well are we aligned? Are we aligned on urgency? Are we aligned on vision? Are we aligned on plan? And are we aligned on willingness to take risks? And if you don't know, if you think, well, gosh, I'm not sure, you know, we're progressing, but you know, there's a variety of different stakeholders. I haven't necessarily talked to them about all these things. 
The next time you give a presentation, be clear about it. Tell them what you believe the group's consensus is around urgency, vision, plan, and willingness to take risks, and it asks for feedback. It's not bad to surface lack of alignment. You know, sometimes in a corporate world, we all like to pretend we're getting along, and so we don't want to talk about the things that we're not aligned on. Everyone agrees we should have a strategy, but no one agrees on what a strategy means. But nevertheless, because we can agree that we should have a strategy, we just we, we, we leave it there instead of pressing to make sure that we are all really on the same page. That is not an effective way of moving digital transformation at the fastest possible rate or any kind of transformation or anything in business, I would argue. If there are differences and lack of alignment, you want to surface those in a positive way. And that's the sort of thing we do in our workshops, by the way. We have a lot of mechanisms to bring up areas of disagreement without being in any way disagreeable. In fact, it's the opposite. When people have different points of view, we want to welcome those and create a structure to understand where everyone's coming from, because people may have very, very good points to be made. And it's an opportunity, hopefully, to even further optimize the way the organization is approaching whatever it is you're doing, including a digital transformation. So you want to create a culture where that kind of lack of alignment is welcome to be voiced so that everyone can talk about it and understand everyone's points of view and hopefully then come to an agreement. You know, one of the best ways to get people to stop resisting if they don't 100% agree with what you're doing is to make them feel heard. And I'm not suggesting that you should be humoring anybody because not only do you want to make them feel heard, but you want to hear them because they actually may have some fantastic ideas. They may persuade you. You want to be open and persuadable and then give them an intelligent response, give them the respect of time and thank them sincerely for their input and respect their ideas. And then obviously, like in any kind of business decision, there has to be a process ultimately where diverse viewpoints are heard and ultimately decision is made. And then hopefully the people who participated feel that they got a chance to be heard and everyone can move forward aligned on how to proceed. And the more of that you have, the more speed you will have in your digital transformation. So that's my message for you today. That's my secret method to grease the wheels of your digital transformation. Hopefully that's helpful. Again, please like, subscribe, and come back to me with any comments if you have any suggestions, additional areas, or you're in a situation where you don't think this advice applies. I'd love to know what it is, and I'd be happy to give you a personalized response. Thanks so much, and have a fantastic day, and keep transforming. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Winning Digital Customers, the podcast. Find more great episodes at wdcpodcast.captivate.fm, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, or wherever you listen. And visit winningdigitalcustomers.com to learn more about the Wall Street Journal bestselling book that inspired the podcast.